Welcome to the CC Broadcast, a part of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. This week we'll be hearing from our radio preacher, Pastor Tim Butker, and his message, Where Are You Going for Inspiration? Well, welcome to the second week of worship in 2024, the second Sunday of this new year. Last week on the CC Broadcast, we looked at the gift of time and how we use it. And this week, I want to invite you to consider where your inspiration is coming from. And we want to look at inspiration from a biblical point of view and what God has told us about inspiring us. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for the chance to gather here through modern media and come before you in worship and praise and song. Thank you for the gift of your word and the chance to open your word through the airways. We ask that you, by your Holy Spirit, would speak to us in the way that only you can. Minister to us in this time that we've set aside before you to come together and honor you with our lives and hear from you and give you the praise that you're worthy of. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh 
Our first scripture reading for today is found in John chapter 6, verses 60 through 69. Jesus has just finished speaking to many of his followers that included his disciples, uh, a tough teaching about receiving him and dying with him and taking part in sort of his death in resurrection and life. It would have been confusing to them, but it thinned the crowd. And the scripture says this, on hearing it, many of his disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. And yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. That is the gospel reading for today. I want to take you to now Isaiah 40, verse 31 which says this very famous verse those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not
Well, today we're on one of my favorite topics, and that topic is inspiration. I have always loved being moved, being inspired. You know, the current definition for inspiration and what it, what it means to be inspired, according to Webster, is to have an animating, enlivening, or awakening influence exerted upon oneself. It's to be spurred on. The word inspire literally means to breathe into or to blow into. We began the new year last week, last Sunday, talking about the time that God has given us and using that time to the fullest, to the best of our ability to honor God, to steward it well. And then the question I have for you today then is where are you going to get inspired for that use of that time for your life? You know, it has been said that we're generally motivated by either inspiration, some animating, enlivening influence exerted upon us, or by desperation. And God does speak to us in our pain, as the great author C.S. Lewis said, and he, he uses a megaphone sometimes in our pain, but it's so much more fun to be inspired down the pathway of life than to be desperate and have to make a move. The great speaker Tony Robbins once said, in life, you and I need either inspiration or desperation. It was John Maxwell who said, also some sort of illumination or some new knowledge can also jar us and get us moving. But the truth is, oftentimes, if we don't act out of inspiration and the knowledge, new knowledge that inspires us, desperation will eventually make us act. And of course, the great Henry David Thoreau has a famous saying that has, I think, resonated with so many hearts is why it's so famous. And he said, most men, and of course he's, he's referring to people, most people lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. It's a sad statement that that is so popular and such a well-known statement. <laughs> most people live lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. That's not what God intended for you and I. He intended for us. Why did Jesus come? To give us life to the full. And that life is here now in the time that he's given us to live. And he wants us to live in the fullness of life with him. And to do this, he's given us each other. And that's why the writer of Hebrews said we should spur one another on. That literally means the same as inspired, stir each other up toward love and good deeds. And Paul wrote to young Timothy, and he said, he reminded him, I want you to inspire yourself. Do what it takes to motivate yourself. Fan into flame the gift that God had put within you. And so I'm asking you today, where are you going for inspiration in this new year? The inspiration for your life. The question is this, whom or what has brought you any kind of inspiration in the past? I just want you to think about this today. What has animated you, enlivened you, awakened you, exerted influence upon you in some way in your life, stirred you on, moved you in the past? I want you to think about the first time you were ever inspired. I can tell you exactly when it was for me. I don't know exactly the age I was, but I can still feel walking into the Honda motorcycle shop in Harlan, Iowa, back when I was a kid. And there in the corner sat a three-wheeler that was just my size. 
It was a motorized three-wheeler that had one wheel way out front, and you could recline in a seat. It was almost like a a tricycle type of three-wheeler, and it was $90. And I didn't have any money, but we were just coming towards the summer, and my father was going to pay me a dollar a day for doing the chores. And the summer's about three months. That would be about $90 by the end of the summer. And I knew that if I saved my money, I would be able to purchase that three-wheeler at the end of the summer. And I saved up the money. I went in there, and I'll never forget the gentleman there. Randy Pash was his name. And I asked him to save the three-wheeler for me, and he did. And I went in there, and he sold it to me for $85. I was so inspired by seeing that three-wheeler. I worked all summer to purchase it. And it was later that winter. I'll just tell you the rest of the story. I drove the three-wheeler down our half-mile lane to get on the bus. It was cold one day. I chained it at the end of, the, of our lane to a big telephone pole. I hopped on it, started it in the cold winter. The throttle froze at full speed. I couldn't get it to slow down, so I shut it off. And then I just left it there and walked home. Came back a little later after doing the chores, and it was gone. And the Lord started to teach me at that moment that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. But that was my first inspiration in life, really moved to do something, to be inspired. As you think about this coming year, to whom or what are you going to inspiration for? Webster's current definition is to have that animating, enlivening, awakening influence exerted upon someone. But I want to take you back to Webster's, one of his original definitions. And this is before it was politically correct in Webster, and and there was more of a God-centered focus in the words that we use. Webster's second definition, and that's as far back as I've been able to find, around the word inspiration is this, to be influenced moved or guided by divine or supernatural infusion. This is what I'm praying for you this year. It's what I'm praying for myself, that God himself, the divine, will speak into our hearts, and we won't be inspired by the temporary things of this world. But you and I can be inspired by the supernatural work of God in our hearts as we consider how to utilize our lives in this next year. When you study the scriptures, it's very easy to see that God, he's told us there, he wants to inspire us for good. We read as a scripture today, Isaiah 40, verse 31, those that wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. Doesn't this sound like someone who's getting inspired from within? Those that wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength, mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. What was said to Daniel in eleven, chapter 11, verse 32 in the Old Testament about God, the people that know their God, if you're deepening in a relationship with him, The people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. They'll take action. They'll be inspired by God to do things. Isaiah 42 verse 5 says, He, this God, the one who created the heavens and spread out the earth, he does this. He gives breath. That inspires into us. His people. He, He gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. 
Second Chronicles 16.9, the eyes of the Lord range to and fro across the earth, looking for those whose hearts are fully surrendered to him, that he may strongly support them. Here's what I want to tell you today, friends. I'm asking this question. As you, you look at the new year and the time that God has given you, where are you going for the inspiration in your life, to be inspired in life? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says this, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, brought into him to do things that he's prepared in advance for us to do. He has an inspired life specifically designed for each one of us. Good things he wants to move us to do in this year, animated by his spirit, inspired by his spirit. And his inspirations often come to move us to do actions of love and service in our homes, for our spouses, our children, our family, our friends, to make sacrifices of love and service, to to bring hope and joy into people's hearts in dark places, to bring encouragement. All this good God wants to put in us to pass on through us to inspire us to this kind of action, to help move people down the road of internal freedom from sin. Jesus came to set captives free. External freedom, He's he, he, you see in his word, even as he frees the slaves in the Old Testament, he wants people to live in a freedom and a fullness of life before him. He wants to help lift people out of oppression, to set captives free and help people walk in the fullness of life. And you and I get to be a part of this. If we're walking with God and we're deepening with him, we'll be inspired to bring more and more of God's love and his freeing power and his joy and his hope and all of these things to those around us. God is willing to inspire us for our good. But the word, his word also tells us this. It's hard for his inspiration to flow in unbelieving or dirty vessels. It's interesting, when Jesus started his earthly ministry, he quickly went to where he was raised and where people knew him. And in Matthew chapter 13, we read in verse 58, when he got into his hometown, it says this, he did not do many miracles there. His inspiration didn't flow there. His power didn't flow there because of their lack of faith, their lack of belief. They didn't acknowledge who he was. They didn't believe him in what he was saying. And there are many things that can limit the flow of God's inspiration and the work of his spirit in a person's life. Lack of faith, we see that doubt there. We have to be open to say, God, if you're there, help us believe. Help us trust you. Help us walk in your power and strength. Doubt can limit that. Intellectual pride can limit God's flow in our lives. Traditional religious frameworks that don't allow the freedom. You know, the scripture says where where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And we want to have ourselves surrendered and available to experience his spirit work in us. And religious tradition would limit his power. We see that with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Fear of inspiration, fear of being out of control can keep us resisting the spirit's work in our life or quenching the spirit's fire is the way it's phrased in some scriptures. Unconfessed sin 
if we're if we're housing and holding on to some something that we know is wrong in our lives, that'll limit God's ability to flow through us as, with an unyielded spirit before Him. God is willing to inspire us for our good, friends. Are you moving towards him is my question. Where are you going for inspiration? Is your inspiration coming from the values of this world? Are you drawing more and more inspiration from God? And it's hard for his inspiration to flow in unbelieving and dirty vessels. But I want to say this. You see this in the scriptures. When the inspirational wind of God's spirit gets to flowing in a person's life, I mean, it knows no bounds. If you've seen people who've been moved or inspired in some way, you'll, you'll, you'll agree with me on this. Number one, they're hard to control. They are hard to control. And number two, they often shuffle the deck on the status quo. They, they, they make changes. And this is human beings down through history. We could go with listing names, but I want to give you a little example. My wife is an artist. Her name's Chris, and she she loves decorating and rearranging furniture, and she she actually operates an entire store that has decorations and and different kinds of even jewelry and that kind of stuff in it. And I can tell you this: when she gets to going on her creative, inspiring work, and she's moved in her inspiration for what she sees could be. I can just tell you this. I mean, just stay out of her way. She's going to, it's, I'm going to help move furniture. We're going to rearrange. We're going to change. She gets inspired. Inspired people are hard to control, and they disrupt the status quo. I mean, that's kind of a fun analogy. But listen, I wonder what God has for you this coming year. I wonder if he's stirring you to get out of your comfort zone and inspire you to be a bit of a different person that you've been, a person that brings more light to the world, a person that brings more hope to the world, a person that carries more truth to the world. Where are you going for your inspiration, friends? I can tell you this. God is waiting for us to come to him, and we're drawn to him but yet we resist him. We see that in our gospel text today. As we move towards the Lord, we have to die to ourselves. But as we die to ourselves, his spirit can come more alive in us. And in our gospel text today, we see this. Jesus is talking to them about dying to themselves to live more and more fully for him so that he can encapsulate them more. They can be more controlled by ultimately his Holy Spirit that he would send. And many people don't understand the depth of this teaching. We see this in John's gospel, and they leave him. On on hearing this, many disciples said it's a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. But then Simon Peter says to him, Jesus said to them, do you want to leave too to the 12? And Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Where else will you turn, friend, for what you need to be inspired to do this next year well, except turning to him, the one who has the words of eternal life, the one who came to bring us life to the full, the one who is the Holy One of God? 
I want to invite you to seek him with your whole heart for the inspiration you need to use your time well in 2024. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this chance to look into your word, to let it speak to us about your desire to inspire us. We're living in that time where you have said you'll pour out your spirit on all people. Old men will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. Oh, same for women. You, you, show, you show no favoritism. You will show yourself faithful to those who seek you. Even now, as people are listening to this, draw them to yourself and cause them to want to seek the work of your Spirit, the inspiring work of your Spirit in their lives for this next year. Get specific with us in leading us, Lord. Help us be open to your work, your inspiration in our lives. For your name's sake, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, holy God and King, hear your people as we sing. Revive us, oh Lord. Grant us this, our one request, that we may know your holiness. Revive us, oh Lord. Humbly, Lord, we now confess wandering hearts and selfishness.
Hi, this is Matt Reister, Executive Director for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. We're here to proclaim Jesus Christ as Redeemer of the world and to promote the truth of God's Word. In addition to this weekly broadcast, we want to mention two podcasts which you can listen to for free on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our mobile app, the Christian Crusaders app, which can be downloaded from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. The CC Podcast Daily Dose features short devotions from an overview of the Bible and the CC Podcast Conversations features inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. You can listen to those interviews and over 60 others as well as our daily Bible overview devotion and this broadcast along with archive broadcasts from former preachers on our website christiancrusaders.org or on our free mobile app. Today you've been listening to the broadcast transmission of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. We're one of America's longest running radio ministries on the air since 1936. We are completely donor funded and donations are tax deductible. They can be sent to 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or made online at christiancrusaders.org. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We'll be here again next week at the same time. And until then, may God richly bless you.